0: supply acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Yagara and Turbal people. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging.
1: Hello and welcome back to The Stripped Pod, your weekly diabetes fix, where we strip back the stigma for real, honest conversations about life beyond the numbers.
0: I'm Ash, a passionate diabetes advocate and founder of Strip Supply.
1: And I'm Brayden, the co-host without a working pancreas. Coming up on today's pod, we dive into the nightmare that is eating out with diabetes and chat through cuisine-specific tips to counting carbs when you're not the chef in the kitchen, which is quite often for me, (laughs) (laughs) but Ash, What the heck are you doing over there?
0: (laughs) Does the pod sound a little bit different this week?
1: Is there a background doing, doing, doing?
0: Yes. So, Brayden, it is World (laughs) Diabetes Day this week. It's so distracting. It's so distracting. (laughs) And as the resident working pancreas in the podcast studio, I thought I would level the playing field and I'll be doing the blue balloon challenge throughout today's episode. (laughs) How
1: how are you doing that juggling reading?
0: (laughs) Uh, it's difficult. Um, so obviously we know what the blue balloon challenge is, but for those who don't know, the blue balloon challenge is where we try and keep a blue balloon in the air.
1: <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Blue balloon in the air while doing daily tasks. Um, it's, it's to highlight how living with diabetes is a constant balancing act. It's <laughs> <What's laughs> like doing everything in your daily life while keeping whoop, a balloon in the air. <laughs> And the the Blue Balloon Challenge, it is an awesome way uh, to... Make an invisible condition visible.
1: <laughs> just love the little headbutt you just threw in there then. Yeah.
0: Uh, So wish me luck today. We oh might,
1: God, this is so might, funny. I might
0: only be able to make it through like the intro. This is very yeah. difficult. Is this is this what having diabetes feels like? Yeah.
1: A blue <laughs> balloon on your head. Does it make this, this much amazing. noise? <laughs> no, thank God it does not. I would not be seen in public if it was just going doing, doing, doing. Are you <laughs> saying, am I
0: embarrassing you?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, hey, hey. All right. All right. Okay. Enough silly games. Yeah, enough silly games. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. How was your week, Ash?
0: <laughs> yeah, my week was good. Um, I had my beautiful cousin's engagement party on the Ooh, weekend. Congratulations. So, yes, yes, very excited. They were together for eight years. Well, they are have been together for eight years. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um
0: they yeah. So love a little cheeky family gathering on the weekend. Mm. Um, it's so special to have you know all of your family all in one place. It's you know how. Rare does that happen? Um, so that was a beautiful, beautiful afternoon nice. in Balimba, and beautiful weather.
1: Yeah, turned it on.
0: Turned it on, it really mm, did. Very nice. And on the weekend, I've also been finalizing my Christmas decorations in ready hey. to put up my Christmas tree this weekend.
1: Did you get the pink one?
0: I did get the pink hey, tree.
1: All right. And
0: it has caused a little bit of a dilemma about. How do you decorate a pink Christmas tree? True.
1: There's only so much content
0: on Pinterest for this. Well, I'm thinking maybe white. I should go all white. Yeah. yeah. Like white and gold or white and silver. Yeah.
1: Well, you're not going to go pink or red <laughs> or green. I feel like they'd clash a lot. Obviously, um, pink would.
0: I mean, maybe it's the season to clash, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe just throw a bit of chaos in just, your tree. Just go crazy. Resemble modern Diabetes. day life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But, um, but apart from uh, that, I am getting ready to go to Sydney next week awesome. to move strip supply into a larger pharmacy. Yeah, so we're I moving pharmacies. We're How very exciting. exciting. Yes. We're moving about 200 metres down the road. Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, uh, if you get a strip supply box, it is coming to you from Arncliffe, which is a suburb based just out of Sydney. Okay. Uh, it's a local pharmacy owned by our resident pharmacist, Tamer. And we've outgrown our little space that we had in Arncliffe Pharmacy out the mm. back, in the back room. So he's moving us into a bigger space awesome. at one of his pharmacies down the road, which is really exciting.
1: So big things coming from uh, the Strip Supply Pharmacy. Yes.
0: Yes. So More keep it, keep an eye on our socials so you can yeah. watch as we yeah, move, cool. move on down and you can meet some of our packers awesome. while I'm down there as well. Yeah. But uh, tell me, Brayden, cool. how was your week?
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I just spent the weekend down in Adelaide. Actually, for something different. Oh,
0: fun, Rattelate. <laughs> got,
1: got out of Brizzy uh, for a weekend. So we flew down on Friday, came back last night, Sunday night. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was such a nice weekend. We stayed just outside of the McLaren Vale. Uh, So an absolute winery heaven, winery. Obviously, I had a few on the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, you're uh,
0: a little bit slow today. (laughs) A
1: little bit slow, a little bit tired. A little
0: bit tired. You've Um, had a very exciting weekend. Yeah,
1: it was great. We went down on Friday and it was 40 degrees on Friday. So it was so hot. Oh,
0: summer's Um, here.
1: Yeah, it was truly summer. So where we stayed in a little town called Eldinga Beach – As soon as it gets over, I think it was like 35 degrees, pretty much everything stops. So, (laughs) yeah, everyone was on the beaches. Everyone was at the bars just trying to cool down. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, that was a really cool vibe. But then Saturday and Sunday, it was about 18 and 17 degrees. Oh, what a change of pace. Did you have
0: clothes packed for all these different conditions?
1: Luckily, (laughs) last minute, decided to throw a jumper in just in case because it was meant to be like 24 degrees on Sunday Mm -hmm. uh, and it ended up being about 17. And I tell you, the winds felt like they were off Antarctica. (laughs) Like I feel like a penguin was about to walk through some of the wineries on Sunday. (laughs) It was so cold. So even with the jumper on, I was absolutely freezing. So thank God I took that because otherwise I would have been in just a shirt and shorts. I mean,
0: is Adelaide, is there anything standing between Adelaide and Antarctica?
1: Uh, The great big blue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. The ocean.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe Which it we wasn't don't know tactic- enough about
0: Dr. Collins. Like Roman Empire. <laughs> Roman emperor.
1: Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Empire. <laughs> <Roman Emperor. laughs> Had a few of those moments on the weekend, actually. Like, how do planes fly? Um,
0: oh, that and lots, wine. It was just the ocean. Yeah, you know? it was just getting the um, brain working.
1: Yeah, I mean, something's got to get the brain working. So it might <laughs> as well be wine. Um, But no, that was great. That was a great weekend. I'd never been down to Adelaide, um, so that was amazing just to check out. Amazing coastline. The wineries are absolutely stunning. Like, I'm not a big wine drinker. Um, Being a Queenslander, I do love beer, but I just slipped into that lifestyle really easy on the weekend. And they're everywhere.
0: Mm. Like, there were
1: so many wineries. (laughs) I couldn't believe it.
0: Am I going to lose you to like you're going to go and buy a winery in Adelaide yeah. and that's just going to be your new personality? <laughs> that would be all
1: right. I could slink into that life. Okay, that okay.
0: As long as I'm invited. We could do yeah, the pod sure. from yeah, the winery. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. We'll throw a strip supply party.
0: Yeah, love at it. At the winery. Okay, do it. Yeah. Go, go buy yourself a winery.
1: Okay, sure. You got some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, shout out to Adelaide. Shout out to everyone who listens from Adelaide. Mm. Um, beautiful city. Beautiful part of the world. I update too. Mm-hmm. I got through eighty-nine pages of my book on the plane.
0: I'm so proud.
1: I was hooked. Oh, absolutely! Welcome hooked. to reading. I loved it.
0: Isn't it enjoyable? Yeah, it's like it like a little was. movie playing in your head. Yeah, yeah. You like
1: make everything up in your head, like you picture everything.
0: Yep, yep. Um,
1: but no, I really, really enjoyed the book that I'm reading. Oh, um, amazing! Everyone on this train is a suspect. Mm-hmm. It's a really good read.
0: Okay. Yeah. Eighty nine yeah, pages in. I'm that's. Hooked. It's always a bit bold to recommend books. <laughs>
1: yeah. So quickly. Yeah. 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 But
0: we'll we'll take well, you.
1: Hey, when it's my first book I've read. Yep. Reluctant, not reluctantly. What's the other word?
0: Voluntarily. <laughs> yeah, that one.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, really enjoying it. So yeah, okay, there there's a little book update for you.
0: No, I love that. Love that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah tell us next week how it's going.
1: I will. Yeah. I'll let you know if I've read to page ninety or not. Yeah, that would be
0: great. Yeah, <laughs> see if you've hit the triple digits. Uh,
1: no, I'm actually really keen to get stuck into it a bit more. So, oh,
0: good. there you go. Hmm.
1: Um, and then the last thing from my weekend, mm. I had another weird airport experience. Oh, Diabetes I've and airports the travel, yeah. are not not friends. Um, no. So, if anyone, of course, you all listened to the travel episode, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. If you haven't, avid listeners,
1: go back and have a listen, mm-hmm. um, where I talked about how. Pretty much every airport is different with insulin pumps and diabetes, right? So leaving Brisbane Airport on Friday morning, I took my insulin pump out of my pocket and put it on the tray to go through the x-ray machine, Mm -hmm. which I did all around Europe and Canada when I was traveling overseas this year. And the guy who went to scan it through um, told me that they don't put those through the x-ray machine because the radiation can mess with the internals of the insulin pump. Oh, wow. So what he did was he put it on a separate tray and then took it around the scanner and got it swabbed. Oh, Um,
0: he knew what he was doing.
1: It seems he did know what he was doing because that has never happened to me and I've never seen that before. Um, Mm. All through Europe, you know, I just put it through or even, you know, leaving Australia, I put it through the x-ray machine Mm. uh, or got told to keep it in my pocket to go through the... Metal detector thing. Oh,
0: yes. So super strange terminology here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, at the airport on the way home, I put it in the tray to go through the X-ray scanner, and of course, it just went through. So, which is really, really strange. I don't know what the rule is. I don't know what we should do.
0: Well, Brayden, you know that we have a strip supply loan module on this exact topic. Mm -hmm. It's called "What Can Actually Go Through Airport Security," Ah, and we've collated. Yeah, we've gone through all of the manufacturer. (laughs) Uh, manuals and gotten everyone's advice from all the different suppliers, from Medtronic, from Abbott, from AMSL, Omnipod, yep. And I can tell you, Brayden, that Uh it's strongly recommended Uh that insulin pumps and CGM devices cannot Uh go through x-ray, CT MRI machines. Right. Um, So the little man at the airport who took your pump from you.
1: For the first time ever.
0: Yes, for the first time ever. He was doing you a big favour. There you go. He's taught you something.
1: There you go. And, Ash, that brings me to my next point. Mm -hmm. Last week on A Current Affair, there was a piece um, about a young boy who was made to remove his life-saving diabetes device to go through airport security. Uh, So there was a video done on Angus and his parents who were trying to travel out of Melbourne uh, and got told that he had to remove his insulin pump and his CGM from his body. Oh. to go through airport security. Um, if you haven't watched it, we'll pop a link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, do go have a watch. It's, it's quite distressful. Um, yeah. We, and it's quite sad.
0: Very sad. We had a little watch before we sat down to record yeah. this episode. And poor Angus was only diagnosed with diabetes this year. Mm. This is very new for him and his family. And... He, poor thing, was traumatised. This is his first time travelling since being yeah. diagnosed and was held up at airport security for hours, um, being made to feel different, being made to feel like he wasn't going to be able to get home.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what they said in the interview too, was he, didn't, he was very distressed and didn't mm-hmm. know if he was going to be able to go home. Um, he asked his parents if he was going to die on the plane if he doesn't have his pump. Like it's all just really terrifying, especially for a kid who's Angus's age. Um, How old is he? Seven. Yeah, so he's seven. He's seven. Yeah, so um, absolutely, and he's only been diabetic for a year. So
0: yeah, so he probably he's never known anything but having his pump and his CGM on all the time. Yeah. But we'll leave a link to that story down in the show notes. I just I wish and I hope that this story creates some change to have some more streamlined mm. airport security yeah. recommendations, at least in our own country. Yeah. Like how is it so different across so many different airports? Yeah. Um, diabetes is not that uncommon, unfortunately, yeah. Um, yeah. or any chronic illness that has that comes with medical devices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like even I know when I go to an airport, because I don't know the best practice or if something's going to get pulled up or taken away or if I'm going to get taken to the side. Mm. Um, like going through airport security is quite nerve wracking. I'm not going to mm. lie. Like I get a little bit of anxiety going through there because I don't know what's going to happen because it's different every time. Mm.
0: And so, your, your heart gets a little bit faster because these are very expensive devices that you've got yeah. attached to yourself and you don't want anything to happen to them. You don't want them to be taken away from you. Um, yeah.
1: It's a very uh, stressful start to a, a trip away. That's for sure. And yeah. poor little Angus. Yeah. Um, we're absolutely on his side in this one.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and supporting him and his family. If anyone knows them that listens to this pod, do, do reach out to them and let them know that we're behind them.
0: Behind them 100%. We'd love to and send we'll them a strip supply do. box.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think
0: they need a little bit of a break after that.
1: Yeah. They do need a little bit of a break. So we'll yeah. we'll see what we can do. But um, yeah, shout out to that family. And if anyone else has got any stories similar like that about travel and airports... Let us know because I'd love to know if anyone else has had any weird experiences in airports with Mm. diabetes. Mm. I'm sure it's really common.
0: So many. The stories that I've heard, they're so heartbreaking. Yeah. Because airports are supposed to be a fun place where you're about to go on holiday or you're on your way home. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Reach out if you've um, had any experiences at airports with diabetes. We'd love to hear it.
0: Mm. So let's dive into today's episode. So last week on the show, Brayden, you mentioned that you went to the markets and you had a really hard time dosing for market yeah. food. Yeah. You had a barn meal. we discussed that we actually have no idea what's in a Danish, nah. how it's made.
1: <laughs> Fruit and sugar.
0: <laughs> and as you were talking about the different market foods that you were guesstimating, I was thinking our next episode has to be on carb counting while eating out.
1: Yep. And, Ashley, I also just spent the weekend eating and drinking my way around McLaren Vale. Perfect. uh, Which was – I had an absolute shocker (laughs) over the weekend. So, let's definitely dive into carb counting because it's a very tricky exercise, that's for
0: sure. And, like, you are someone who just takes so much enjoyment from eating out. Like, this is a thing for you. Like, we could say that it was just because you went to the market, so it was just because you're in Adelaide. But you love going to the pub and – You love, you know, checking out new foods and it's something that brings you so much enjoyment. So let's teach you something this week and hopefully make carb counting while eating out a little bit easier.
1: Let's do it.
0: So to kick us off, can you tell us about your experience and what that's been like eating out with diabetes? Like how do you tackle carb counting when you sit down at a restaurant?
1: Yeah, it can be really tricky. Um, So obviously I've had diabetes for a fair while now, so I sort of have a general idea of what's in foods um, a lot of that comes from sort of doing a bit of research when I was younger but also just from trial and error as well so every time I like eat a pizza you know I sort of know that, well obviously there's a lot of carbs in in pizza um, and pasta like two of my favorite foods of course but yeah it can be really really difficult um, and I still get it wrong like there's some foods obviously those ones that are higher in carbs because I get Anxiety about bolusing, you know, ten units. So I think <laughs> there can't be this many carbs in this in this dish. But yeah, sure enough, there is. Um, so yeah, it's just all about practice and knowing how many carbs are in different types of food.
0: So we did ask our strip supply community just that if they ever make decisions about eating out based on diabetes, mm-hmm. and twenty seven percent of people said that they do choose to either not eat out. Because it's too hard, mm. um, or eat out very rarely because it's too difficult.
1: Yeah,
0: um, which is heartbreaking. That is,
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel like food is one of those things that should be enjoyed. So it's really difficult to hear that some people are opting. Not yeah. to eat out because yeah, it's
0: diabetes, is. yeah. And I mean, it's no surprise that it can be challenging. Absolutely. After all, you might feel out of your comfort zone. You don't have all of your usual measures like you would yeah. at home. Yeah. You're eyeballing on a completely different sized plate. 100%. I, my cooking is anything to go by. Food <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to cook is usually yummier, so you're probably going to eat more of it. Um, Toast. I make a great piece of toast.
1: Yeah, it's a toast.
0: Um, And there's hidden carbs, particularly in unfamiliar foods that might be delicious, but we're not entirely sure what's in these foods.
1: Yeah. So I guess in the same boat, it's good that the majority of diabetics don't allow diabetes to sort of step in the way of them enjoying food. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, I love food myself and it, it can be really confronting and really hard to know how many carbs is in different foods. Um, so I can understand people deciding not to eat out based on that.
0: Do you ever make a decision because it just might be easier for you? Like do you ever, if you're choosing between different cuisines, like if you're trying to choose between Italian?
1: Did it tonight. Yeah, on that's right. Yeah. yeah, I stopped in at 7-Eleven next door and I got a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously anyone who's diabetic would know Slurpees are full of sugar. Like it's pretty much sugar and food flavouring.
0: I mean I um, don't have diabetes and I, I'm aware of that too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I normally always when I get a slurpee I'll just opt for the one that's sugar free. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll tend to always opt for the sugar free options.
0: Yeah, and I guess where it doesn't, you know, impact you too much, like opting for a sugar-free sauce or a sugar-free soft drink when it might taste really similar to the original. always
1: take, like, sugar-free Gatorades over the full sugar ones, sugar-free Powerades, you know, energy drinks are all Mm. sugar-free. So we actually asked our stripped community about how they usually approach eating out as well. Um, And I really like Charlotte's approach. She said she cooks a lot of different meals at home to give her a better idea of how to dose when she's out. Well, it's a really good idea.
0: That's a super handy tip, and if also, you can cook,
1: well. you know, I was going to say, forces you to get good at cooking a
0: whole bunch of different cuisines. Uh. Um, I also like what Tia and Ashley—they had really um, similar mindsets. Tia says she just does her best, and yeah. if she doesn't get it right, she doesn't give herself grief about yeah. it, which is really similar to how you approach Absolutely. approach eating out. It's
1: exactly the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And Ashley says something similar that it's a guesstimate, and she yep. aims to get it in the ballpark. Yep. She enjoys her time out and she fixes things later on
1: yeah good on you guys yeah I could not agree more that's that's how I approach eating out and my diabetes as well mm. as I know you know sometimes I won't get it right and that's fine I can always fix it up after mm. as long as I sort of try and get it in the ballpark uh, and give it a good hot crack
0: yeah. Exactly. So yep. let's chat about some common cuisines and some general points that you can keep in mind if you are eating out and you're not sure where to start. Mm-hmm. So this might be particularly helpful if maybe you're new to diabetes, um, branching out into new cuisines, maybe you're going traveling soon yeah. and you're going to be going to different countries.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Doing new things, particularly with the holiday season coming up as well. You might be eating some funky foods that we don't eat every day. Or
1: lots of food.
0: Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Lots and lots of food.
1: Five meals a day over Christmas.
0: Yeah, always. (laughs) Um, And so we're using one of our strip supply learn modules as a basis that was written by our diabetes educator and dietitian Nicole. Mm. And when it comes to food, Nicole knows her stuff, okay? Shout out to Nicole. Shout out to Nicole. So, Braden, tell me about your favorite food to eat when you go out. Do you have a fave cuisine?
1: I do. Um, It is one that's very low carb, very Mm -hmm. healthy for you. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Italian food.
0: Oh, super low carb. <laughs>
1: <Good> <laughs> I actually finding... don't think Italians know what
0: a carb is. No,
1: they've never had a carb in their life. <laughs> um, good luck finding Italian food that's low carb, yeah. unless you eat, like, lettuce. Zucchini noodles. <laughs> yeah. No, I love, love Italian food. Uh, the land of um, bread and uh, pasta and gnocchi. Yep. Pizza, pasta.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really popular one, I think.
1: Yeah, it is. I think so too. Obviously, all the things that are really high, carbohydrate. Um, and that sort of gives me, yeah, a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of head noise again when I'm like bolusing for something that might have like 100 grams of carbs in it. <laughs> and I'm like, 10 units of insulin. Oh, my God, surely that's not right.
0: You just take a beat. <laughs>
1: normally it is. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just that there's so many carbs in it. But it's yeah. like, this can't be...
0: And carbs are not a bad thing. They're just something you got to count.
1: That's it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just got to count lots of them.
0: Yeah. But speaking of Italian, Mm. thankfully, the stuff that usually goes on the pasta or on the pizza is pretty low carb.
1: Yeah. So
0: cheese, meat, creamy sauces. Yeah. They're all higher in fat as well. So it's actually going to slow down Mm -hmm. the absorption of the carbs. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Which is where those really fun um, pizza roller coaster ride BGLs come from.
1: Oh, yeah. You get a lot of those after Italian food. Yeah. Yep. A lot. Yeah.
0: Do you ever have Mexican food?
1: Love Mexican, Mexican as well. Mexican's one of
0: my favorite cuisines. Yeah? What's your Mexican order?
1: Um, I do love a burrito.
0: Yeah, burrito. Yeah. Good time. I also like nachos. Yeah. Or like a burrito bowl.
1: Uh, news flashed, everyone who's listening. I don't like guac, so don't at me. Yeah. Ashley's face right now, if you I'm, can see it. Um, <laughs> she almost fell out of her chair.
0: Yeah. That's, I, I actually I have no words. I don't speechless. like avocado. What do you mean?
1: No. I'm I have sorry? a license, but I don't avocado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes come early in this week's episode. Okay. I can't no. even talk to you about not liking avocado. That's no. just, I think I have an avocado oh. a day. Really? Yeah. They're a dollar each at the moment. Are they so really? why wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: because oh, they were like five bucks each, weren't they? For a little bit. I don't know. That's a real guess. D-
0: no, you do not know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got no idea. Um, but I don't like it. I know that much.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Not commenting on that. But yep. Mexican food. Yeah, let's
1: get this back on track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking burritos, tacos, quesadillas. And then guacamole, yeah, salsa, cheese, and ma- many other fresh salads and toppings are pretty low-carb as well, so you can yeah, kind yeah. of enjoy them count-free.
1: I was going to say, is there any carbs in avocado?
0: No, it's, it's, not. it's a fat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you know avocado is yeah. actually a fruit too?
1: Yeah, I did know that because ah. of the seed, right? Yeah. yeah, so you know
0: a lot about avocados, you just don't like them. <clears throat> yeah, that's Isn't right. Is it a texture? Yeah. Or is it because it's green?
1: I think it's both. It's a weird texture. Such a I name. just don't like the look of it.
0: Do you eat scrambled eggs? I'm sorry. I'm so fascinated no, by this. Okay. So no. it is a texture thing because yep. I kind of see them as being I don't banana pretty, either. So yeah. It's okay.
1: a very similar texture.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yep. Very yep. sensory for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just on um, burritos though too, mm. a lot of burritos have rice in them.
0: They do. So we do
1: have to be careful of the rice that's yes. in the burritos.
0: Yes. that's true. Yeah. And then the the carbs in the wraps. I think the wraps yep. can sometimes be deceivingly large. Yeah. Because they fold them up pretty small. Yeah. yeah. The Guzman ones. Like, yep. I feel like there's so much folding going on.
1: Yeah. Um, I had a Guzman burrito last night, actually, on the ooh. way home from the airport. Chicken? Uh, it was beef brisket.
0: Oh, fancy. Mm,
1: it was like a new flavour. Fancy burrito. Delish.
0: Mm. How about Japanese food? Do you like Japanese do. sushi?
1: Uh, d- uh, do, yeah. Yep. Just obviously not with avocado. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is like <laughs> all, automatically removes 50% of sushi. Um, uh, so I
1: love a good rice bowl, uh, like, a like a chicken. Yep.
0: So karaoke chicken, that's, that would be quite hard to dose for because yep. there's the rice, yep. an und- indeterminate amount of rice in a bowl, Yeah, the batter on the chicken, yep. and then who knows what's in that sauce.
1: It's really difficult. Yeah. Yep. I always seem to get that one wrong. So I'm yep. sort of learning to overbole us.
0: And with Japanese, it is one of the hardest cuisines to uh, count for because the sticky rice yep. often has very high GI, uh, which means it absorbs really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and it's because sometimes there's a little bit of sugar put in the rice really? to make it sticky. Yeah.
1: Is that right? Is that yeah. how you make sticky rice? That's how
0: you make sticky rice. You can put um, Japanese cooking wine in it or put a little bit of sugar in it No to way. make it sticky. Yeah. <laughs> what? So there with Japanese food, you know, think about getting in a good pre-bolus. Start yep. with some low-carb edamame beans to mm, prevent yum. your BGLs running away from you. Yep. Keep an eye out for noodles in the ramen.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And the little gyoza wrappings. Yum. Yep i oh. love to start off a little Japanese meal with some gyoza and dumplings. This
1: episode's making me hungry. Um, we haven't eaten. It's <laughs> oh.
0: And like we said, karaje, katsu, uh, or, yeah. you know, think about the batter. Yeah. Uh, on the On the really delicious all stuff. The,
1: all the delicious goodies good just things. have a lot of carbs in them, don't yeah, they?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we'll stay on the same continent. Um, mm. Vietnamese food.
1: Yes. Rice paper rolls. Oh,
0: yeah, it's a good time. Yum. me, which we Banh both mi. love. yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Had one of those at the markets the other weekend, yeah.
0: So Vietnamese, it's super fresh and healthy. Yeah, delicious. Um, It does come with its (laughs) share of carbs. Yes. So sauces can be a bit sugary in Vietnamese food. But they're also generally served on the side, which is really thoughtful. Of Um, course. The Vietnamese coffee. Oh, yeah. Condensed milk can be high carb.
1: Yes. Yeah, it can. If you've
0: ever found that. Yeah. I mean, delicious, though, by the sounds of it.
1: Yeah. Does um, rice paper rolls and... Rice paper rolls, do they have many carbs in them?
0: Um, I think... Well, I don't think they do. Well, they usually have rice noodles in them. That's true. So that could be a little bit carby. I would kind of... Maybe they'd be quite similar to sushi.
1: Doing a live Google, folks. Rice paper rolls, carbohydrates, 38 grams.
0: Would you consider that a lot or pretty standard?
1: No, that's a lot For more you. than I thought it would be. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, a lot more than I thought it would be. Sorry, 38 grams in three rolls. So, that's okay. about what I thought. I thought there'd be about 10 per roll. Yep. But I suppose it depends Bit on what you have in snack. it as well. Yeah, and the true. sauce, if you have lots of sauce on it.
0: Yep. Yep. If you have a panko prawn or something in there.
1: That. Diabetes math. It's so easy, <laughs> isn't it? Oh. So easy.
0: And yeah. then, again, a couple more Asian foods. So, Thai food with Yum. curry.
1: <laughs> Yum.
0: Yum. I think Thai Coconut is cream. actually my... Favorite cuisine. I could eat Thai food every day. When it's
1: done right and well, so oh, good. it's so good. Whenever I cook it, it's never that good. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I know. Even when I try and use like a jar mix, and I'm like, how yeah. could I possibly go wrong with this? Yeah. no, It doesn't taste the same.
1: I love a Thai, um, like a coconut curry.
0: Oh, my favorite is the Penang ma- curry.
1: Yum. Mm. Tried to make one the other weekend, and it kind of just turned into a soup which is really weird. Like the sauce didn't thicken up at all. It was just a soup. How disappointing. It was.
0: Um, But you're (laughs) right. Most curries in Thai cuisine are coconut based and Mm. coconut cream and coconut milk is super low carb. But do watch out for Massman curry, which of course has Mm. chunks of potato in it. And some stir fry sauces can have some sugar. And some meats in a stir fry may also come coated in flour. So keep that in mind. Yeah, of course. Easy. Mm. And then Indian food. Which yum. I had on the weekend at oh, my yeah. cousin's engagement party. Yeah, good. I was the oh so good. I was so well fed. Oh, I
1: love Indian food. So
0: had some much. naan bread. Yeah, had some biryani rice.
1: Yum, yum. Um, all the things that are low carb.
0: All the things <laughs> that I'm sure do not appear uh, in any kind of nightmares for you. No,
1: I'm listening to this and I'm just like, yep, yeah, here's another thirty. Here's another thirty. Here's yeah, <laughs> just doing the math automatically.
0: So Indian uh, dishes they can be laden with lentils and chickpeas. And potato. So don't yeah. be fooled by the naan either. Yeah. It can be really, really dense. Doesn't so don't underestimate. That's right. <laughs> two dad jokes this episode.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, people.
0: Now, you seem like you would enjoy a traditional Aussie pub meal.
1: No. Nah. Hate, hate a palm. The
0: pub. Yep. Yeah, no. Nah. Do you say parmi or parma? Parmi. Parmi, yeah,
1: palmy. same. Yeah. With a Y? The Y or
0: an I? Oh, you're interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Yep, fair enough. I don't
1: know, either one. Yep. Definitely not Palmer though. That's just stupid. It
0: doesn't make sense to me. No. Um and steak and chips. Love steak and chips.
1: That was a lie, by the way. I am I love a good <laughs> pub feed. <laughs> For anyone who's listening, I, so. I love the pub. <laughs> um Yep. Steak and chips. Steak chips and salad. Yep. Medium. Mushroom sauce.
0: Oh mushroom sauce. Yeah, chef's kiss. Cold
1: forex gold on the side. Wash it down.
0: Yeah, oh, I could I could yeah. do without that one. But oh. um, do you know how much <clears throat> like how many carbs are in like a handful of hot chips?
1: I do have to take a good guess. Uh, I still normally go, it. I thought I you'd be a pro yeah, by now. No, no, no. Normally going <laughs> around the 40, yeah, 40 mark, forty five. Yep. I feel like I always tend to underbolish when it comes to chips, just because I think they always surprise me with how much carbs yep. is in chips. Yep. Uh but I always get yeah, go around that forty, forty five fifty. Yep. Depending on how many. Yeah.
0: So, and a chicken parmigiana. I
1: don't know if that's right either, by the way, people who are listening. So, don't take <laughs> anything Don't take anything I say professionally. This is just based on my experience. Absolutely not. <laughs> we,
0: we're never providing medical advice. No. But a chicken parmigiana, yep. better known, of course, as a palmi A lot of carbs. A lot of carbs. Yeah. Wrapped in breadcrumbs, yep. which by itself is a couple of carb portions.
1: Yeah. And when you throw a chicken palmi with some chips.
0: Mm. And they're always huge too. Yeah.
1: That's when I think I'm nudging. The 100 mark on the carbs. Again, not sure.
0: Where do they get a chicken that big from?
1: Big chickens in Australia.
0: Big chickens. They're huge. And watch out for other meals, like, Mm. of course, our burgers, which you love. You love a good burger. Yeah a batter on fish and chips, yeah. sticky chicken wings usually have a batter on them as well. Yeah, and the classic sauce. barbecue sauce. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that a decent squirt yeah. of sauce can be uh, as many carbs as a slice of bread?
1: Yeah, I did know actually, because I normally tend to where I can go a low sugar mm. sauce option.
0: You should, where get where a, you should get a little container of like no sugar tomato sauce and no sugar barbecue sauce and just have them like in your pocket.
1: I should. I think that would be great.
0: Yep. Just like. (laughs) It's
1: a bit saucy. A
0: bit saucy. Uh,
1: You never Um, know when you need sauce.
0: Exactly. Mm. So with Christmas coming up, let's talk about English roast. Yum. Mm. And you've just had a few English roasts. Yeah, I did. In your time overseas. Yeah.
1: Love a roast.
0: So the potatoes and the yorkshires they're going to keep you pretty busy for a carb count. They
1: yeah, they, they do test your mind. Mm.
0: Mm. But Also, remember to add a little a little portion in for the gravy as well, which has probably been thickened with some flour.
1: Yes, of course. Yep.
0: And if you add an, an English pub, also look out for the pastry on pies, beef wellingtons and the Cornish pasties.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of. Um,
0: a lot of pastry.
1: A lot of pastries over there. Yeah, lot of savoury pastry. Yeah, a lot of savoury pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Of savory pastry. Mm. Don't mind it though. No, a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah, I do like a good savoury pastry. Yeah. I
0: don't mind a good pie.
1: Yeah, mm. I had a really great pie. We went to some markets. Surprise, surprise, oh, yeah. down in Adelaide, <laughs> All the Walunga Farmers Markets. They oh, were like nice. this, this small country town mm. in the McLaren Vale, and I had this delicious pie that was made on Old Mate's Farm, Oh. and then just takes them to the markets and sells them. It was unbelievable. Oh. Also a carp County nightmare.
0: Ah, uh, yes. How did, how did you go with it?
1: <laughs> I think I did okay with that one, actually, yeah, but that's good. <laughs> it took a really good guess.
0: <laughs> um, and finally, Ooh. Greek food. Yum. I love Greek food. Some of the
1: best food I had in Europe,
0: mm. if
1: not the best.
0: I just, I love pita bread and dips.
1: Pita bread. Um, Olives. Grilled saganaki. Ooh. Had one of those in Adelaide on the weekend as well. Unbelievable.
0: Did you stop eating on the weekend? <laughs> It's a food tour of Adelaide. I love it.
1: A food and wine tour of Adelaide.
0: Yeah. The best way to go. Feeling heavy today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Greek food is awesome because it is, you know, typically fresh. fresh. Yeah. It's a high fat diet. Yeah. So go for gold with the fresh Greek salads. Yeah. Dips, souvlaki meats, which are all pretty low carb. Most of them are just marinated in oils and herbs. Yeah. And most seafoods as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Are you a seafood Mm. person? I love calamari and octopus and squid. Yep. I'm not big on the fish.
0: Okay, so yeah. the more legs, the more likely you are to enjoy it. It's usually the opposite.
1: Yeah, true. Actually, <laughs> true. Don't know how I'd go with a spider, but
0: well, <laughs> well <no. laughs>
1: that's too many legs on that thing.
0: <laughs> um, I'm a huge seafood fan. Uh, I yeah. I live almost exclusively on seafood.
1: Yeah, I just it love it like so much. Like salmon, or what's your go?
0: Salmon. Morton Bay bugs are my favourite. Oh, yeah. I always we have bugs at Christmas every year, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, um, mussels, oysters, yeah, prawns.
1: Funny you say that. Actually, on the weekend, Maddie had oysters and kingfish, oh, and I just yeah, sat I there kingfish. on the opposite side of the table, just shaking my head, like, <laughs> "What are you doing, human?" <laughs> She's sucking the oyster down. Oh, like, what you I mean? Oh, she would have had the best yuck. time
0: though. Oh, delicious! They're oh, so good. No.
1: Freaky, that they're boogers of the ocean. They they just look like ocean boogers. (laughs)
0: They don't have any legs, so of course you're not going to like them.
1: Slimy mess.
0: Oh, Ah. more for me. Sorry. Um, But if you want to talk about love, my seafood. But if you want to talk about Greek carbs, obviously pita bread. Yep. uh, Eros. Yep. Potatoes. Yep. um, In your misaka.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How good's misaka?
0: Did you say who eats moussaka? No, how good is it? Oh, I was going to say ah, it's delicious. It's so Potato good. and meat. Yum. I can't think of anything better. If you
1: can't tell, we haven't <laughs> eaten <and> we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, I'm just like, oh, my God, that sounds so good right now. <laughs>
0: um, and, of course, the um, spankapita. Yes. Spankapita. Yum. Uses phyllo pastry. Phyllo pastry is actually a little bit lower carb than puff pastry. So puff is pastry really? is what you would find in your English roasts. Is that right? And in your pies. But phyllo, because it's, it's extremely thin.
1: Yeah right yeah,
0: um, and it's usually a little bit more buttery as well.
1: Oh. Ah, well, there you go. There you go. One,
0: but still need to still need to count it.
1: One sheet of phyllo pastry. Mm-hmm. on a live Google. Mm-hmm. Ten point five grams of carbs. Is that okay. all? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Learned something new today.
0: Learn something new.
1: Yeah. Lucky I never cook with pastry because I just. Don't know how. So Well, maybe that would help
0: with um True. Which brings me to my next point. We're going to finish off this episode with nine quick fire tips yep. to make restaurant feasting just a little bit simpler. Yep. Do you want to kick us off?
1: I will. So sneak a peek at the menu ahead of time to get an idea of what you might order.
0: Mm, I mean, I do this anyway. You
1: can of course then do a bit of research into mm, carbs mm-hmm. so you can have a good understanding of what you're about to eat and how many carbs might be in it.
0: Yeah, have a little yeah. think over so you don't have to do a little Google at the table.
1: Yeah, if you're out on a date at a romantic dinner. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Dale, no, just got to duck off to the toilet. Yeah. Do a little Google.
0: It's <laughs> been way too long Come there. Come back, as you, yeah, in 10 Carp minutes' counting.
1: time. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, don't yeah. do that.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. Take a, take a look at the menu, do a little yes. pre-planning. Yeah. My tip is use pictures. So there are two apps that we love. Yeah. One is called Carbs and Cows. Yeah. And the other is called the Lenny Carb Counting app. Yeah. They both have great pictures to help you guesstimate portion sizes of your favorite carbs.
1: That is a great idea. So I highly
0: recommend. Have those on your phone.
1: I actually have another app too. It's called Yuka, Y-U-K-A. Oh, yeah. Which is a bit different. It's where you scan a barcode and it gives you all the nutritional information and tells you if there's like, you know, better products on the market. That's
0: right. And things to look out for. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So that's just another uh, app that I use. Mm. But that is a great idea. I've never heard of those two, so I might actually download those after we finish this out. Our next tip is from Charlotte earlier, which we mentioned. So cook your favourite meals at home for optimal counting conditions before heading out.
0: Yes, I have made sushi at home before. Have you? Yes. Um, It's easier than it seems. Yeah, right. And I was actually shocked at how little rice can go into a sushi roll. Is that right? Yeah, it's like less than half a cup of rice. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a great tip. So, you know, yeah. cook your favorite meals at home, which is why I think yep, maybe you should you should go buy some puff pastry, whip yourself up a pie, see what's in it.
1: I'll report back next week.
0: I think you should, yeah. That can be your weekend mm-hmm. project. Right. Go to Jamie Oliver, make a beef pie.
1: Oh, yum. Okay. <laughs> what's the next one, Ash?
0: Um, going low carb is always an option. Yeah. Not that we're saying that you have to. No. Nah. But like we mentioned earlier, you might want to opt for something where dosing will just be less of a hassle, Yeah. particularly in situations where food maybe isn't the primary focus of the outing. Like maybe you have a catered business meeting Mm. or a Mm. first date where you've already got the jitters, Mm. you're already maybe a little bit stressed, a little bit Uh, anxious. (laughs) Oh, cute. So maybe less carbs will just make the whole experience a little bit smoother.
1: Yeah. And of course- as Ash just said, run your own race. Like you don't have to go for low sugar options. Absolutely not. Um, but obviously know that you've just got to dose more yep. for the sugar. Mm. Um, but absolutely run your own race.
0: Yeah, a few more equations in your head, that's all.
1: Yeah, a lot more maths. I like to obviously keep it as simple as possible, um, but do uh, do whatever you mm,
0: – Do your um, own thing. Do whatever
1: you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so consider what tools you have to guesstimate – so know how many carbs are in a fist-sized handful of rice or judge a bread's thickness compared to the width of your finger. Mm. Obviously some bread that you get is a lot thicker than others, so mm.
0: more some carbs. Some fancy cafes. Yeah. Really like the bread is like a couple of centimetres thick.
1: Exactly. So that's when you pull out the fist that's when and you measure it up against your fist. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that's super helpful. Like you're always going to have – your hand with you, like wherever you are um, eating. Mm. So judging like, you know, this much potato, how many carbs is that going to be? Like this much, you know, a handful sized mashed potato, a handful of rice. Obviously I'm not recommending that you touch your food before you eat it at the dinner table. Mm. But if it's going to help with your carb counting,
1: again, run your own race. It might help you eyeball it at least. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a great tip. Mm
0: -hmm. And my next tip is thinking about the timing of your bolus. So Mm -hmm. uh, remember that oil, cream, cheese, fried foods, and legume-heavy foods, they're going to be very slow to digest. Um, So consider bolusing right at the time of eating or splitting your dose to manage a long digestion time. So, for example, high GI Vietnamese and some other Asian cuisines, they might need a long pre-bolus to get ahead of a rapid rise in BGLs. Yeah,
1: yeah. That can definitely happen. Um, Next one is only dose once you have the meal in front of you. Mm. Seems pretty straightforward, but we've all been there when it's taken, you know, an hour or a so for food years. to come out or yep. they come back out and it's like, Oh, sorry, we forgot about your order. Yep. Um
0: Or when you you know, the waiter picks up a meal at the at the kitchen and you get excited and yep. you think it's yours and you doze and then it's It's not it's not for you.
1: Then you're still waiting there for yep. another half an hour. Yep. Um so don't get caught out with a hypo is where we're going with that one. Mm-hmm. So if you pre us and your food doesn't come out, um you can be stuck in a bit of a tricky situation. So eyeball your food once it comes out and then bowl us before you start eating.
0: Which brings us to our next tip, and that's if you overestimate and maybe you can't finish... Your plate, which I'm sure has happened to you, Brayden. I'm sure your eyes are not bigger than your stomach.
1: No, fit as a fiddle.
0: Yeah. Maybe, you know, sip some soft drink to soak up the rest. Um, 100 (laughs) mils of soft drink is around 10 carbs, 10 grams of carbs. So easy enough to make it up if your eyes were bigger than your stomach, Mm. which has happened to me on occasion. It
1: has happened to me too on occasions. I should believe it or not.
0: And finally, consider any reductions for walking to and from the restaurant or any allowances for alcohol. And we know a great podcast episode, don't we, Brayden, mm. about diabetes and alcohol that we'll yeah. link in the show notes for you.
1: A couple of weeks back. Yeah, a couple Come of weeks listen. back.
0: A couple uh, of larrikins okay. jumped on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Talking about beer.
0: Talking about alcohol you know. and diabetes.
1: Be-ha. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess, Ash, at the end of the day, just have a, have a red hot crack. You mm. know, um, I keep saying on this podcast, don't let diabetes control your life and mm-hmm. live it as if you weren't diabetic. And then... Um, Obviously, think about your diabetes when you do things, but just get out there and enjoy it. So my tip to anyone, just have a go and forgive yourself at the end of the day if you don't get it right. Of course, then you learn from it, but just go have a crack. Mm. Yeah.
0: Particularly with the holidays coming up, that's exactly right.
1: Yeah. Enjoy a
0: night out. Enjoy not cooking for yourself for a change, which is arguably the best part about eating out.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And give yourself a kind, forgiving correction later.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it it is bloody tough Mm. Um, it's a miracle if you get it right yeah so just do your best and then of course just check yourself when you get home or if you're in the car on the way home and just correct Mm. Um, yeah you can't you can't be perfect no one's perfect no one's perfect no one
0: no no Well, that's all we've got time for in today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at strip.supply and be sure to shoot us a DM if you have a topic you want us to discuss next.
1: We'll be back in your ears next week. Until then, tell diabetes to get pricked. As always, nothing you hear on the Stripped Pod should be a substitute for personalised professional medical advice. Please always consult your clinician or other medical professional before making any changes to your diet, dosages or healthcare plan.